Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Let's Kill Twitter, the show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. Let's Kill Twitter is recorded live and on Zoom and this week featured the comedians Caroline Maybe and Steve Day. Among the various topics covered were the Downing Street Christmas Party, waffle around YouTube instructional videos, Netflix passwords, lifestyle envy, the 1980s, gun-crazy Republicans and nostalgic Advent photos. We hope you enjoy the show. Please follow us at LKTZoom. Hello, good evening and welcome. It's Sunday night, it's eight o'clock and you're watching Let's Kill Twitter with me, Julian Hall. This is a show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. No easy task, but thankfully I don't have to trawl through Twitter alone. Joining me tonight, we've got two fantastic guests, the comedian Steve Day and Caroline Maybe. And of course, another fantastic comedian, my co-host, Sajila Kershey. Hello! Hello. <laughs> Next hands to the right direction. How are you? Oh God, it's good, isn't it? It's been it's it's it's, it's winter, isn't yeah, it? Not long to Christmas. It's it's all very three crazy. weeks to it's Christmas. Three weeks. Three weeks. Christmas. How did that happen? I know. Well, I mean, I think that's too long. Personally, I'm like so ready. I'm so ready for it now. I've got my invite to the Downing Street Christmas party. I am well ready oh, to go. Oh, topical. See what you did there. <laughs> More of which there. later. Straight yeah. in there. Um, but yeah, yeah. We, but this year, hopefully, it'll be all it'll be all legal and normal and fine. I've got my Christmas shopping done. Can you believe it? That that's, that is incredible. I have to say, I'm quite jealous of that. I, I have got some of it done. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm a bit behind. I think it's a bit. There is a sense of a slightly sort of cyclical sense this year in the sort of like I know that we probably will have Christmas. It probably won't get cancelled, but it just feels so much like last year. Um, you know, because there's sort of doubt hanging over it and all the rest of it. And that's and that's sort of reflected on Twitter in a way, is in the sense that we've got a kind of rebooting of quite a lot of uh, the similar sort of arguments. And I mean, we're never going to get, you know, it's going quite hard no. to get away from those. It's just like new variants, same argument, I suppose. Oh, that's that's a great way to put new variants, great arguments. The uh, new variants, same arguments. Yeah. Um, and in fact, obviously, the latest, the latest, uh, you know, in the in the polls of the, it's, it's the Omicron, Omicron, Omicron. We tried for pronouncing it last week, and we still Omicron, can't. Yeah. Which I didn't know is part of it's it's the Greek um, alphabet. Yeah. They're going for the alphabet. Oh yeah, totally. It's all it's all it's all sort of given over to the Greek. It's almost like Boris has actually named these variants. It's like who who's the classic scholar behind this? I don't know. I don't trust. I don't, I don't know what his children are called, but I don't. I don't. I bet they. I don't, I don't know, know what names are for these kids, but not probably great. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I I, I can't even remember the tweets I picked this week. Um, I don't know. But obviously, not privy to your ones. Is there anything we've got just to sort of kick us off? Uh, well, I've got okay. I so look. I tell you what. Shall I? Kick, I'll kick off with mine. Right. briefly because there's two here and then you can have a little scroll through because i know which... the, our guests have got really juicy ones so we're oh gonna, yeah gonna get, oh yeah well gonna, i'm you're gonna get stuck in in a minute with caroline's and steve yeah totally um... well we're gonna introduce them properly and then we'll get stuck in actually before we do this we should say that we're now streaming live on facebook youtube and twitch please do go and to our page on youtube because that's where all of our previous shows and clips are and it would be great if you gave us a subscribe on that uh, equally uh, please do follow us on our Twitter account, LKTZoom, at LKTZoom, which you can see spread liberally across this screen. 
Um, that means you can engage with us live during the show and also the rest of the week we'll be putting clips of this show, news of the next show and generally sharing as palatable collection of tweets as possible. I mean, they're not always palatable, but I like to say that. It makes me feel good. So I picked... And unpalatable. And a year. We've been a year old. Over yeah, I think that we, we yeah we might have passed yeah. that yeah we we yeah, passed that mark now haven't we? Um, um, shall we bring our guests and then then we can start that uh, tweets? What do you think? Um, well, you you messed yeah, I mean, with I the I just feel like they're they're they're, start, they're, wait, they're uh, waiting and they're can chipping with your tweet that you got. All right, well we need to give yeah, it. We oh no, hang on, you you're messing with the program here. <laughs> I'm not going to be I'm going to be really quick because I did choose two tweets okay, go on, normally. Go on. The issue, the issue I have, so I normally don't choose tweets that come from a news site because I always feel that that is slightly cheating. But having said that, if it wasn't for Twitter, you would never read half of the stories that come from the websites of the newspapers. And I say newspapers loosely in one or two cases. So, for example, this one is one that I screenshot. Um, Woman triggers family row after changing Netflix password. That's a story from the Independent or the Indy 100 section of the Independent. Um, and... Uh, as I've put here, students of history will be amazed that there were ever newspapers, and then they'll be amazed that the Independent was one of them. Sorry to have a dig, but that is not a story. And then the Liverpool, is it the Liverpool Echo? Uh, let's just have a look at this. Uh, yeah, it is the Liverpool Echo. First, so their, their story online, Louise Redknapp <laughs> had a cup of coffee made for her by a male co-star as she sat in her pyjamas this morning. The 47-year-old shared a photo of herself looking content and sitting on a balcony in Plymouth. Louise is currently starring in 95 The Musical. She's enjoying a seaside, and running a run in the seaside town at the moment. I mean, come on, get a grip, people. I love that they've got breaking on that. That this is the breaking news. With everything <laughs> happening in the world, that that is the breaking news. But I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to disagree with you. The Netflix. I think Netflix is somebody changing password. During this past year, are you kidding me? That's that's a major crime. Right. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll have to beg to differ. Well, that's my soapbox done. Now, clearly, you're itching, itching to break to with guess, tradition, and let's break with this. I don't like leaving them hanging too too long either. Look. So let's do it. It's Steve Day and Caroline, maybe, and uh, let's let's do the traditional uh, fun fanfares and trumpets, uh, as my uh, old editor used to say at the Independent. Steve, I'm going to introduce Steve, you can introduce Caroline. Steve Dates describes himself as Britain's only deaf comedian, if there are any others he hasn't heard. For the past 11 years, Steve has been performing to huge laughter around the country and abroad. He's been described as warm and witty by the Scotsman and has received many other rave reviews whilst performing shows at the Edinburgh Fringe. For example, Chortle gave him five stars for Deffy's Island Discs, a show that the Sunday Times called Funny and Moving, the show then toured the UK and has been performed in several countries in Europe and translated into Italian, though no one knows why. A familiar voice on Radio 4, Steve has appeared many times on You and Yours and was the token man on Woman's Hour and has appeared in two radio dramas, All Fingers and Thumbs with Bill Nye and Sound Barriers with Patricia Routledge and Caroline Quentin. And then, are you introducing Caroline yes, as well? Yes, Caroline. Um, like Caroline, hello. Uh, hello. Caroline, maybe we started in the circuit um, uh, many, many years ago together. She's one of the most inventive comic voices in Britain, was back then, <laughs> still is now. And she's at Caroline, maybe uh, on, on Twitter, if you want to follow her right now. Um, she's a fringe and circuit favourite. 
appearing at festivals, theatres and clubs all around the country. Um, her act is, is silly, warm and sharp as hell. And uh, Caroline's a brilliant and accomplished C- uh, MC as well as being a stand-up comedian. She's um, been a resident compare at the 99, infamous 99 Club for 10 years. Uh, she's recently appeared on Comedy Central as part of their performance anxiety <gasps> campaign and in before and after on nine, NBC's digital comedy channel, CISO. Um, she also has featured on our previous guest, Josh Howey's Losing It on BBC Radio 4 and has written for Radio 4's News Quiz. She supported Hal Cruttenden on tour. She's had five solo Edinburgh shows in her name. She's one half of the double act, The Two Stupids with Michael Legg and co-host this popular self-renovators podcast my god you guys are busy with your careers aren't you so let's uh, please welcome, welcome back to the zoom room <laughs> hello you're now live with us hello hi guys thanks so much for joining us impressive seeing you guys thanks for having us yeah, yeah i love hearing i love hearing my 11 year old um biography I told you, yeah. didn't I? Guess what? It needs updating. Because <laughs> yeah, you're not the only deaf comedian. Oh, I can... am also. I'm on your case. I'm coming over here and taking your deaf comedian jobs now. Yeah, because uh, you've been going on Women's Hour, taking our jobs. <laughs> that was yeah, I know. But they had um, what made me laugh. It was it was the, you know the lady in charge, and there it was all all female. It was fantastic. But they had a bloke doing the um the technical stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Does that really make like the only man? He was doing the, doing the equipment. The last bit yeah, of the BBC for you. Any someone? Any someone? Wasn't it? He's yeah. retired now. So how is okay, life I'm back in the you? world? Oh, yeah. Sorry, on. Sorry, sorry. We haven't got a script. You can tell, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's called going live. Mm-hmm. What? Go What's on. happening? Your ca- Caroline, we just wanted you to sort of tell us about your CV. Is that old or is that new? Oh, yes, it's it? old, yes. I'm sure I've done more than five solo shows, so that dates it by a few years. Um, yeah, and there was the word recent in there, and it definitely wasn't recent anymore. No, okay. Do you know, I think we need to be running a sideline service where I basically just say, uh, comedians, we'll rewrite your CVs and biogs. Absolutely. We'll do it live. <laughs> We'll do it live yeah. on a workshop. I think we could earn some money that way, to Sheila. That's yeah, the way forward. You say that. I said that to um, Craig Dealey, who we had before. Uh, he's coming down uh, to do my club. And I've said, oh, we'll, I'll sit down and help him do his CV, because I just think it's such a, you're absolutely onto something, Juliet. And you heard it here first. Yeah, CV services. Forget PR. Yeah. It's CV yeah. services now. <laughs> yes, that should be, yeah, it should be part of the deal. We'll come on, we'll come on and talk about some tweets, and then you'll upgrade us on our websites because I guess like we we could do each other's probably mm. but yeah, doing your fun. own writing your own that's uh, true yeah. no, that would be that would work really well who doesn't love live line by nine line corrections <laughs> <laughs> no but it's 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 a thing you, to write your own cv because you've got to big yourself up but then you feel awkward doing your own Ooh, it's really like Oh, and Sajila's done, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's just really cringeworthy. Yeah. But you, Do you remember that um, dating uh, website, which was called My... Oh, uh, My Single Friend? friend. My, my Single Friend, yeah. yeah. So you said what you thought about them. That's um, right. Like we That's could do funny. that for our CVs. Yeah. My friend CV. My very right. funny you... comedian friend, Steve Day, is 
yeah, I think to be honest, you probably write your own better than I would write for you. I, no, I can't. I can't do it. I hate the person I am on my Facebook comedian page. You know the page you're supposed to promote yourself. I hate yeah. that person. I hate him. You know, like this is, this is me. Nothing really. Just self promotion. I'll be appearing. I'll oh, shut up. So you don't follow <laughs> yourself on Facebook. So your personal Facebook isn't going to follow Showbiz Steve Facebook. It's yeah, like, totally blank each yeah. other. You're supposed to have a page of self-promotion, aren't you? And I just write first sentence. I think oh, I hate this person. So, um, <laughs> Maybe that, you that should is... have that in a monologue or as your feed on uh, <laughs> on your on your Facebook page. Yeah. Steve says, "I hate myself. I hate Steve Day." But I think Steve's got a point there because I know what you mean. I don't like my online presence, and actually bringing it to online presence is obviously. Um, we just talked briefly just before the show about your relationship with Twitter. Um, and I know that, you know, Julie would like to know about how you, you engage with your online kind of like, what is your presence on Twitter, uh, Steve, firstly, because I know you just said your own page on Facebook, you hate yourself. What's happening on Twitter? Do you have a moment where you might have? No, it's sort of a, a mixture of you know, jokes and, and personal stuff. It's hard to get balanced. But try and be jokey. Try not, I mean, there's so much pain in there, Twitter. There's so much <laughs> fights. And I, I've, I am not certain about anything that everybody else seems to be about everything, if, if you know what I mean. I don't know. I'm not an expert. So we'll talk about that later. I don't know. I don't, I don't have an opinion. Why, why, do, why must I have an opinion? So it's right joke. It's easier. So that's what you do. So basically, you're just using it as jokes not to show your opinions on anything. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because I don't know. Yeah, but why should I have an opinion on something I've got no expertise in? I don't know most things. Most people don't know most things. But yeah, everybody seems to have an opinion. And these days, having a trenchant opinion seems to be more um, more valued than being genuinely, um, you know, not ignorant. But I'm not an expert. That's all. You just don't have a strong opinion on it. You just want to. You just want to be on nothing. But everybody seems to know everything about everything, don't they? And if yeah. you're, if you disagree with them, it's so binary. I don't know. I mean, I'm not an epidemiologist. I just believe the people who are more qualified. And I'm not an expert on climate change. I just believe most, you know, the majority of people who are more qualified than I am. Well, you know, that's a, that's a valid and, and, and very uh, good point to make. Uh, Caroline, I know you mentioned you don't really get Twitter, but did you, what, what's I don't know. Your... I don't know what Twitter is. Um, I agree with Steve. Like, I don't... Great show to I... be on. I know. No, no, this is, this is why I've come to realise this is why we need... This is We kind of almost <laughs> set up for people like you, Caroline, because, you know, it's like, it feels like one of those things that you kind of... You can now talk about it. You don't have to talk about it on Twitter. You can... You can sort of tackle it head on now. <laughs> what my In my disability? Yeah. Um. I I have the same uh, impulse as Steve, which is that I've I might have strong opinions, but I I don't want to stand by them. Do you know what I mean? I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have a fight about them. So what I end up doing is, um, you know, I'll look at the I'll look at things. And I'll I'll look at somebody's strong opinion and I'll go, oh, I'm not sure about that. Let's see what everyone else thinks about it. And I'll read the entire thread of hundreds of people who I've got no connection to. And I will start feeling ill and sick, listening to all their horrible opinions about, you know, anything 
from, you know, it's about the government, about trans issues, about JK Rowling, you know, all of this stuff. I will read everyone else's opinions and I, I can feel my mental health um, is trickling away. Mm, It's being sucked away just from reading it. And I'm not even getting, I'm not even tweeting anything. I'm just lurking around in this pit of horror. Um, being yeah. to these comments. I think that, I mean, look, I think we're going through, because I said something about earlier about it, going through a cyclical time because of the sort of uncertainty over Christmas, even though I don't think it will be cancelled. But there, is, there seems to be almost like a, re- a repetition on Twitter. And I think there are quite a few days where I can look at Twitter and I actually feel that my sort of energy sort of ebbing away, although somehow I am still addicted to it. And I'm a huge Buffy fan. And there is this scene when Willow becomes evil Willow and she kind of crumbles into the corner uh, and says, oh, I can feel all the pain of the world. And it's like, yeah, welcome to Twitter. That is Twitter. <laughs> um, and, and But there is maybe there is also something slightly Addic- there may be also something slightly addictive about that sort of sadness yeah. as well. Ooh, what horrible yeah. thought. Perverted, yeah. I think, is the word. <laughs> it's the word I'm looking for. I do yeah. like, um, I've got my opinions, but I don't want to stand by them. I think you should put that <laughs> oh, on your Twitter. You need to that put that on your Twitter handle. All right. <laughs> that should be your strap line for your next show. Okay, this is good. So got, you're going to do my CV. Now you've fixed my no, Twitter. Because no, Julian does uh, make notes for Edinburgh shows. Yeah, Chono. Hang on, am I going to get charged at the end of this? It's the only way we make money, Caroline. (laughs) It's all the. But yeah, I don't think I. I've never had a popular tweet. I generally I retweet usually nice things, Hmm. um, and sometimes angry political things, and then once a week I tweet about my own radio show. And that's that's quite restrained, actually. Just all, that kind yeah. of sums I up. I haven't because really. I'm scared of saying anything and um or. But I not on radio. That's okay. Not scared of saying anything on radio though. Oh, well, you think I should tweet more often? No, no, God, no. I think that's good because I think the self-promotion sort of thing can yeah, be. Like that. No, you, you, there is a real. I mean, we sort of I overstep the mark totally with this show, but that's usually because I've got maybe a couple of different clips to tweet or something, but. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fine line, definitely. I do, Steve, it's very interesting what you said about not being an expert, and but everybody wants to join in. I mean, it's a bit like voting. If we made voting uh, sort of only sort of, what do you call it, sort of conditional on being of a certain sort of uh, level of education, then, you know, that, that wouldn't go so well. So, I mean, everyone just sort of, <laughs> everyone does sort of, you know, do you are there times when you can't resist butt waving in, or do you, are you very cautious about it? Who are you talking to? Steve. Oh, sorry, say again. Sorry, yeah. I was miles away. No, that's okay. I was just saying that you saying that uh, there must be times when you think, oh, I'm not an expert, but I'm going to wade in anyway. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, sometimes some people's that internal um, reasoning is um, contradictory. You can always point that out. I mean, that's a logical mistake. That's not having an opinion about climate change. That's someone's arguing against themselves. That's always good fun. You know, at some point, they're going to end up having to argue and be at odds with, with themselves. That's funny to put somebody in that position, I must admit. But it doesn't happen that often. And so you're just so bored with the person anyway after two tweets. You know, I'll oh, shut up. But, you know... You know what they say that if you argue with someone ignorant, they bring you down to their level and then beat you with experience. And, and that's <laughs> really true. So Listen, I, I, I hate being in that position. So just don't get in, don't get involved in the end. Honestly, right, we, just 
a joke. We've collected a few notable quotables this evening. Well, you guys have really uh, done done us proud in terms of tweet selection, and I'm very conscious of, of, uh, of shutting up now so that we let your tweets do the talking. Where shall we go first? I'm wondering. Ooh. We do have. We there are quite a few tweets on. Um, actually, I like the nostalgia. Oh well, I mean, look, there's a few tweets now on uh, on Boris mm. uh, that Caroline's sort of picked out. So there's. Uh, John Johnston's tweet. Do you actually do you want to read it out, Caroline, and, and yeah, then go how into do you it? Think John Johnston talks. <clears throat> I don't know. High pressure. <laughs> is the most secure building stroke street in the country. No one arrives uninvited or without the relevant security clearance. Every single person entering and leaving the building is counted in, then counted out. This is the easiest to solve crime ever. And you've, so I love it. That's the first time we've had a character tweet. Yes, big first. Ding, ding. <laughs> and then we've also... Winston? Was that Ray Winston? That's his brother, yeah. Roy. <laughs> it's Roy Winston. Um, <laughs> we've also got, on the same subject, we've got Ellie's tweet. Um, feel free to pick a voice as appropriate. Ellie says, um, thank you at BBC News for reporting that cats need to be microchipped, but you can you ask at BBC Laura Kay if she attended a party at number 10 last year? <laughs> You'd make a great point of view. Uh, I know. Yeah, I was thinking that. Not so, says Mrs G of Aberdeen. Who says? <laughs> I hate the BBC and everything on it. Cam, what's your take on this then? Um, well, this is, I'm ashamed to say that a, most of where I get my news is via reading a tweet like this and then going, oh, "Okay, what's happening?" and then and then <laughs> then tw- then reading more tweets about it, piecing the one piece the whole thing together. So what I end up doing is I know there was. I know from all the tweets I've read, I know there was a party or there was an alleged party. I think we're yeah, pretty sure it's a party now, but yeah. Yeah, but some people are saying it's are still saying it's alleged. Some people are like still I've read all the comments on these. Yeah. Some people are still defending them like, oh, it's nothing. And it's just mad. It's so mad. How how do they get in away with denying everything that they are clearly doing? Anyone answer wants to answer me. that? <laughs> yeah, we're here for I don't know where you start with that as an answer. Um, perhaps Steve, you might have an answer. It's that it's the Donald Trump thing, isn't it? Just deny, 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 and then if you deny it, repeat it so many times, enough idiots believe you that. That it kind of goes away. That's uh, they learn all of this from that Steve Bannon fellow, you know, all the culture wars and all that. It's it all comes from that thing. Just deny it happened, and then then say, well, it was so long ago, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, a year ago. But it does matter to people because you know there were people whose loved ones they hadn't seen for months who were dying in you know an emergency and you know A and E or whatever, and they couldn't see them. Where these types could just have a party and live it up. And laugh at the rest of us is basically what they're doing but they know that no one with any there's no media gonna kind of really is there that's gonna contradict them not not really and um well, or they'll just hide it tied in the fridge and pretend it's not happening in fact they could have a part if they had a party in a fridge that would be like that would be totally them like and a big fridge 
They've got footage of this fucking party, and and you know what I mean. They could it could be on the news. The footage could be on the news, and they would still deny it. I don't yeah, know if you watched the PM questions last week, um, where a couple of no. backbenchers have raised this issue about you know can the can the well, prime Starmer minister did, please explain yeah. you know what happened at the party? And he all he did was like oh uh, I I I think it's appalling. You know we're talking about um, the, uh, the new variant and 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 how to save lives and blah blah blah. And and, and it just you know turned things completely like let's poo poo it. And any question he doesn't want to answer. He will just, yeah. you know, and I've noticed this. It seems to be quite popular for the for the right to get really shouty when when they. Oh, because are... no left wing person's ever been shouty. No, 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 they <laughs> do. But it, generally speaking, <laughs> honestly, you watch. Okay, watch Prime Minister questions. They get very, very shouty when they're trying to be defensive, or especially Boris does. Of course, a lefties, you know. No, I know, um, but I mean, anyone. In, I mean, the, the raucous backbenchers, I suppose. By the way, just because it was Keir Starmer that brought that. Brought it up. I mean, he he actually used his main that, that it, yeah, main question. Um, still still getting confused for Labour backbencher. Part of the problem, probably. But um, yeah, I mean, look, these tweets are interesting because look, this John Johnston one is is like is bang on. There is going to be a record of of people going in and out. It's a high security situation. The other tweet. Uh, is there any suggestion that I, I I'm probably a bit behind on this. Is there a suggestion that Laura Kunzberg was there because she always seems yes. to get it in the neck. There's lots tweet. of people on twitter suggesting that she right. was there or that she or if she wasn't there then she doesn't have the kind of relationship she claims to have with number 10 um, i think she'll mm. say she did pick up a twiglet but she didn't inhale <laughs> <laughs> and that's everybody's just just go with that basically i did not have sex with that twiglet i did i did world. think that it, it was a party what, that Boris Johnson, that has been made very clear, that Boris Johnson wasn't in attendance and there were lots of party games, which essentially sounds like it was a party for his kids. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be there and there'd be lots of games. Like, but no. In the tail on the, <laughs> the, the donkey or something. Well, no, they, were pl- they probably it? broke rules by playing Twister. Um, yeah. You know, not obviously all the two... Yeah, I mean, that's one game you can't play. Actually, did anyone pick up tweets on the snogging? I thought one of you guys might have picked up the snogging. Um, oh, the party! Oh, yeah, I thought I. At the games. Snogging one, yeah, the snogging. No, I, there were tweets on the. There is, there are tweets on the. Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, it's been slightly overtaken, I think. But it, it, I wonder if there's mistletoe at uh, Ten Downing Street last Christmas, I'm which sure they, again would be, you know, um, dubious. I'm sure they had a good game of um, in the. In the crime on the immigrant or, or, or on <laughs> the tail on the asylum seeker or something. <laughs> the they get the blame for everything. People would believe them as well. Yes. All blindfolded. Oh, actually. Yes. Uh, so I'm wondering where to go next, whether to sort of develop um, mix. I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, if you've got... Um, well, I'm just going to go to one of Steve's. And yeah, I'm going Jason, to go to, yeah, 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 let's go to Jason. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read that out, Stephen? No. <laughs> yes. I, this is my friend, um, Jason. Uh, he's brilliant, by the way. But he said, the moment when you Google a recipe anticipating a list of ingredients and a method, only to find eight pages of guff, which begins, I was five when I first realised I had a fear of envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> I strikes right at home to me because I... 
now it's we're coming towards our downtime as comedians we've had 18 months of downtime and i did load of projects i've started loads of things the place to start with me is always a youtube video i took up cycling you need to know how to mend your bike you know or, or you need some information youtube videos are brilliant okay? they're, they're really brilliant they never start they never talk about what you want until about eight minutes in yeah. <laughs> I, I know but right here's how to mend your chain on your bike divorced four years ago shut up go on with it every you can't could, otherwise you could, people are learning everything now from youtube videos i'm a bit of an expert in bikes and there's no limit to this you see i think i can end up being a brain surgeon just by watching youtube i um, mended our washing machine and i'm sorry to hear that the man's wife turned the wheels against him but anyway um fixed the washing machine because of YouTube videos and it was brilliant and so now I think if you get as far as brain surgery and get a scalpel off Amazon probably or a, or a second hand one off eBay I think I could do that but they, they just go to and a little bit about me no I don't want to know about that I want to know about the thing always like that I thought but the online why, yeah this is why we exactly encapsulate that we don't want we don't want to know mate People don't, you know, they say, oh, here's my journey. Here's the journey I was on before I came to this, to do this recipe for, you know, I don't know, quiche or something. I am 100% with you, Steve. I went, I, 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 especially when it comes to cooking, I just want the sodding recipe. I just yeah. want the ingredients and how to do it. I don't want to hear your life story. I don't want to hear about when you went to Ibiza and you tried this dish first. I don't need to hear about your backstory. And similarly, YouTube, I mean, at least you can forward with YouTube. You can scroll with you. But like, get to, you, get to you the have to point. wait for them to shut up. Like the block, unblocking my toilet last week. And I had to go through, <laughs> sitting through literally their shit before I could clear out mine. Honestly, it was just, yeah, I totally 100% with you, Steve. When you fast forward, you always get into an advert or something. You know, like, oh, no, come on. And in your case, you've got the plunger in one hand and your phone in the other. Are you looking at an advert for, for you know, like virtual private networks? Is that, get on with it! <laughs> and Steve, I'm angry about this. five minutes ago, you were saying you don't have strong opinions about anything. Yeah. <laughs> I do about that. Not about everything. I said I don't have strong opinions about everything. You need to tweet clips of these and stick them on Twitter to do or something. They tell me how to fix my bike. I don't care about your kids. I don't care about when you went, when you went to Colorado and it was life-changing. Yeah, <laughs> You need to do like director's commentary over these, even though you're not the director. Yeah. Yeah, do, do that themselves. Hi, yeah. I'm John. Welcome to my workshop. No, John, I don't want to hear it. I just want to fix it. Come on. All the way through, ten minutes of that. I'd watch that. Come on. Oh, come on. This could go on your. This could go on your Facebook fan page, and you might like yourself a bit more. No. This is just a giant life coaching session for all of us, isn't yeah. it? It's a great tweet. It's at Nick Motown as well, just for our podcast uh, listeners. Um, Steve's channeling Mark Steele. Mark Steele. That's Martin, a regular view of the show. Martin, who haven't said hello to, I feel bad. Hello, Martin. Hello, Martin. Hello, Martin. Martin. Hello, Martin. Tweet, yeah, Nick, at Nick Motown is the handle. uh, I I totally, I do get it. Sometimes if you Google something, though, it will actually take you to the portion of the video that's relevant to what you want. But article, I find it even worse with articles though. So if you're sort of like Googling something about 
an iPhone or all the rest of it. It's exactly the same approach. It's like, yes, when iPhones were first invented in 2000, whatever, and it's just like, blah, 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 and then you've got adverts, and then you've got to send off the adverts as well. It's just like, yeah, you know, it's so yeah. easy to lose interest, isn't it? Oh, the dear. problem is everyone's doing a talk, TED talk before they get to the meat of, of the bones, really. Uh, but that was a great tweet. Um, great tweet. I suppose yeah. it's Caroline's turn now. What have we got? Have a look. Sorry, I'm being funny. Uh, do you know what kind of fits in quite nicely is the floor yeah, one. I think to that. Floor one, yeah. Let's do the floor one. And I, I like love your eights as well. All oh, right. So, uh, yes, tweet from uh, at Jane Shemilt. Fire away. Okay. <clears throat> this is where I stood 25 years ago, falling in love with a house I just met. Five kids grew up here. We've had lambs in the kitchen. Christmas is galore. Today, I'm hosting a writing retreat. It's still magical. <laughs> so somebody I know retweeted this, and I was like, I don't know who Jane Shermilt is, and I do now because I've read, I've read all around this. Like I, I have got zero interest in this, but I'm like, oh, oh. She bought that house 25 years ago. I didn't buy a house 25 years ago. Oh, she's had five children. I've only had one child. What's wrong with me? Uh, they've had lambs in the kitchen. <laughs> I haven't had any lambs in my kitchen. I've never had a lamb in Christmas. And then she, so just in these few sentences, she's building up this, you know, this sort of perfect hmm. uh, house and garden <laughs> kind of life that I've never aspired to. But somehow I now spend an hour finding out who she is. She's a novelist. She's written loads of books. She recommends lots of other people's books on her Twitter stream. And it's all, it all seems wonderful. How has she had time to have five kids and lambs and write all these books? And now she's hosting a writing retreat in her house. Okay, I'll stop. I ask a question. Yes. Where, where's lamb for Christmas? She said, lambs in the kitchen, Christmas is galore. Turkey, or maybe a goose or something. She's a, a maverick. It gave me the impression that they cook lamb for Christmas. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like slam in the lamb. I've had lamb in the oven. We've always exactly. had lamb in the oven. Yeah. Unless you're a veggie. <laughs> I don't think that, I think it's like they've grown them, surely, yeah. She's maybe another form. She's suckled lambs. Oh, that would Yeah, yeah, I think they've been wandering in, basically. And she's feeding them and, and, and nurturing them when the mother was poorly. And Look how clean the floors I are. Mean, That's what strikes me. So yeah. clean. I've got to say, a black and white checkered floor does does it for me every time. I love yeah. the black and white checkered floor. I mean, it's still magical. Yeah. It's still I can hear the lamb, I can hear the lambs trotting across it right now. <laughs> yeah. With, with different baby animals, you could do a kind of impromptu chess game. Yes. Or like a lamb could be the knight, and then a, a five children could be pawns, sort of thing. Get some more kids, they could be pawns, and then you could have various, and you could, or drafts, it could be simpler. Steve, haven't you got good five use. children? Yeah, yeah, I have, but we don't have land in the kitchen. Is this anything to do with you? Your silence of your lambs. Christmas is galore. Not galore, no. No. I just, I just, it's just a shame that she didn't have lambs when she took that photo, unless you saw someone at the side. Oh my God! God. God. Get get the the lambs to shit on the black tiles, (laughs) not not the white ones, because it doesn't show up. 
Lamb, lamb chess. New recipe, <laughs> lamb lamb's, lamb's poo. I'm pretty sure about it. If they're live, I'm, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, well, yeah but what a... lamb's in the kitchen at Christmas? Um, she, so I've got nothing against Jane. I'm sure she's absolutely wonderful in her books. I'm sure also delightful. It's, it's more about how this sort of thing affects me, where I see right. this like tiny potted history of right, okay. how they're presenting themselves and I'm like oh my life doesn't resemble this and, where am I going to get a lamb at short notice I need <laughs> a lamb in my kitchen it's an agency like you know like lamb car you have to have a lamb wrangler if it's a theatrical production Arthur Smith did the thing didn't he um, Arthur Smith things Leonard Cohen at Edinburgh and he wanted a pigeon a, a bird to sing a duck sing bird on a wire to he had to pay for a duck wrangler to be in attendance. Edinburgh Council wouldn't give him a license unless he had a duck wrangler. So, oh, no, that's fair enough, though. You can you can see a, all sorts could go wrong with a duck, a live duck in a stage show, while he's trying to tell stories and jokes, and someone's got to look after that duck. Someone's got to wrangle it, right? Yeah. Is this is that one of the things then, Caroline, on social media that if you kind of get a bit sort of lifestyle triggered? Because I'm totally with you. I, I lived in a place where I had a staircase and checkered floors. Um, so I, you know, I remember that. It was, uh, yeah, it was I mean, nice. I think it could be this picture, you know, that house, and then the next it would be something completely different. But I'd still feel like, oh, that's not what you know. It doesn't have, you know, this has got a very specific kind of. Uh, She's showing up. Is it a show-off thing? Is it? Uh, or she just—it's just. It is really, isn't it? But I mean, it's yeah. no worse than, and that's what people do on Facebook and Instagram all the time, don't they? They just snapshot their. Apparently, not that I'm on Insta, but they yeah. just snapshot their life. You know, be it their dinners or their living room or whatever it might be. I don't know. And surely that's what social media does. It's just, um, you know, it's showing your best life, and I think yeah. that's what what Caroline's feeling. I I I think it's. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 a it's a phenomenon. I don't know if they've got a word for it, but it's it you do you find yourself in a little black like what you did with her, and you spent twenty minutes. You said looking, what, who is she? What is you know where did we arrive at this photo? Haven't we all done that? Like just a yeah. random thing that you've got no interest in, but suddenly you end up for no reason clicking on one thing after another and after another. Now, ex boyfriends, partners, you can you know people we know. That seems feasible to do that, but to do it complete strangers, yeah. where we've just seen a tweet that, or you know, that kind of catches our eye. Um, and Caroline, do you do you find that when you go down this rabbit hole, you feel like I don't know that you just it, does it make you feel less than yourself, or is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, a, yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, sure, mm. definitely. Yeah, come on. I don't know. We've all done it. We've all done it. I also. Go on, Steve, sorry. Is it like every comedian does this, and they, they say something like, I was driving home from, I had a puncture on the way home from Nottingham, where I was closing the show. I was there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday really well. Sort of thing. So the whole story is just for them to say they were closing in Nottingham, but they don't want to sound like they're saying, I was closing in, I was headlining. Uh, but they, so this, Or the other one they sort of say is, oh, just a quick question. What's the best parking space for Live at the Apollo? but with this I don't know which one is the boast I mean which is the thing that she really wants us to be I mean because they're all great 
But I mean, what comes from this is that she's obviously really, she's obviously really happy. Well, yeah, but but then it's also a kind of like, you've got to be in a happy place to share. Well, I find that if I'm going to tweet, I've got to feel quite happy before I tweet, because just in case there is ever any sort of comeback, which there never is, I want to be in a good mood to do it. I mean, what I can't understand as a sort of, you know, as an avowed miserableist is just how happy you have to be to tweet something like that in the first place. I don't think she has to be happy. I think she's, this is probably just a tweet, a padding in between her trying to sell her book and sell her writing retreat. Maybe it's the writing retreat. She's trying to sell her writing retreat. Well, yeah. But I, I just think it's a bit it's insecurity in saying, I'm good, aren't I? Why, why don't I get more credit? Yeah, well, I don't know. It looks like I don't know. Gosh, I think I might have come off less less cynical on this one, but like the house, like the house. Um, I didn't. I didn't want to be. I didn't. I didn't really want. I, I, I want to be mean to Jane Shemilt. Too late. I'm too late. 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 You can't backtrack now. Your opinion is stand by it, Caroline. Basically, I told you I don't want to stand by any opinions. <laughs> That's all right. Don't worry. Check out you two saying. We don't have any opinions, and then having a load of them just now. <laughs> both of you, very, very. But I think you're both basically saying all the things that are part of Twitter. That is, that is Twitter. You know, that is Twitter life. We've all done this. Stranger going to the, you know, look around. What's happening? Yeah, you totally get it. Um, we got another tweet. We have. Uh, oh, I'm just wondering because that that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Tweet. Uh, <laughs> hang on, whose tweet was that? It's one of yours. Loaded. Steve, you've got a very. Well, look, actually, you were talking about comedians and what they were saying on stage. So what about this one from Mick Ferry here? Uh, Mick is a brilliant comedian, and this really made me laugh. But Christmas has started early for comedians this year, with the awful audiences and no one listening, and they're you got everybody. So I'll read it out. I'll, I'll, I'll have to do Mancunia or Oldham. But because of tonight's crowd annoyed me, I whamagandoned them. I played last Christmas before I left the stage. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Uncanny um, impression of well, Mick. First, <laughs> I think that's brilliant because what a way to get back at people who have been twats. Uh, Christmas gigs, you get people who are teachers or... It was, I was being... <laughs> Heckled and hassled by a big table of women at, in Liverpool. It's years ago. And I asked them what they did. They were barristers. And they're like, oh, just <laughs> Christmas is... And um, Armageddon is a thing. Because with the deafness, and I sort of out of the game. So I could always win because I'd never hear it. <laughs> I've got new, new hearing aids. And they're too good. And I, yeah. so, but I don't go in shops or anything. You, you'll get it somewhere you just get a bit of wham and um I like, I like wham though but if you're playing the game so last year it was december the second i haven't heard it this year and that's because i'm not going anywhere but it, it's a hard game it's, it's hard isn't it? it's a hard game I, well, I, I, there's no skill involved really is there no skill yeah, you, is there in what you've got to do it wham again in winning Ramageddon. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't it get into Christmas without hearing last Christmas? Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, you have to either, like, completely hermit yourself, which seems a bit over the top. <laughs> Self-isolation, because due to Ramageddon, <laughs> yeah, that is over the top. 
In other words, it's just going to suddenly pop at you somewhere. I didn't even know it was still a thing. I didn't even know. Yeah, I I think it's bigger than ever now. I think Christmas Christmas has come back with a vengeance because last year there wasn't Christmas. So Christmas started mid-November, didn't it, this year? Uh, I just thought it's beginning to look a lot like mid-November and um, (laughs) because people missed out last year, so they wanted like a double one. So Wamageddon is is bigger now than never. And deaf people are, woo, we won and we didn't hear it. But hearing aids is just a game changer. They're just rubbish. I hear it. I hear loads of stuff. The other thing, I got a doorbell to know when people are at the doors. I never knew before. And it's really overrated, isn't it? Knowing when people are at the door. I've thought of it already. I hate, I hate knowing. I was so I happy. I not... don't hear the door at all. I don't it's hear great, though, isn't it? Is. Yeah, I don't hear it at Brilliant. all. So I've lo- loads of like, oh, we've left your parcel at so-and-so place. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm at- I've been home all day. I don't hear door. I don't, I don't, hear, the, I don't hear the phone ringing unless um, I've got my, like, it's next to me hearing aids are on. What? Um, you mean you've lived there 25 years? You've had lambs? You've had, you've had umpty, <laughs> but you haven't had a doorbell. I've got no wonder you've got envy about what's her name. I haven't got a doorbell, and I used to have a dog, and he would bark when people were at the door, and then we'd know. And now uh, he died last year. Oh, and now nice. we don't know when there are people at the door. <clears throat> oh. Wow. So no, oh. no Amazon packages for you three. <laughs> oh, basically. no. I'm I heard that Romish Ranganathan started this this game. Is that true? I don't know if that's an urban myth. Who started um, Come on, Martin. Martin. Martin will know. Martin will know. Come on, Martin. Martin, sad about the know. dog now, though. Google it, Martin. Oh, well, find out. I'm sorry, I told you about this before. I know, I know, but you reminded me. It's Bobby Goldsboro, isn't it? See the tree, how big it's grown. Honey, I miss you. That was a, there was a dog in that, wasn't there? Oh, see, you don't know that one. You're not old enough. So there was a dog that he bought her on Christmas Eve, and yeah. Oh, and, and then she, oh hello. Oh, hello. Oh. So I think we nearly missed that. That's hilarious. When <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen the turn of, that was better than the Turner Prize, Martin. Flipping it. <laughs> well, right now, what's going on here? What's going on here? Uh, we need. To, oh, Caroline's eighties tweet. Yes, please. Hang on. Uh, where you know, are we? Caroline, my 80s are my happy place, Caroline. Yeah, totally. Right. So, this is a Chinny Vision quote tweet on 80s kids. Go for it. Okay. Oh, how do you do? Uh, so, yeah. consider the original. The 80s first. Yeah. There was no better feeling in the morning than sitting in front of one of these while getting ready for school. Chinny Vision says, no, it was awful. Stop this phone nostalgia for things that were demonstrably shit. And just to clarify, it's the gas, it's a gas heater. Yeah. It's a three, four bar, it's like a four grid. Oh, God, I've had these. Um, gas heater. And, yeah, nostalgia for gas heaters. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, I think I'm with Chinny Vision on this. Yeah. But it's really. good to have a balanced, uh, uh, balanced... <laughs> Uh, all the yeah, opinions yeah. represented. I, I but, agree. Uh, yeah. A balanced discussion on heaters that probably have all been condemned, I think. Now. Yeah. I, I you mean, know, it's, it's better feeling than sitting in front of one of these. How do you get how do you get ready for school while sitting in front of a heater anyway? Surely yeah. I don't know what they're doing. You get dressed <laughs> sitting. 
It was, but they are hot. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But they mean like... Pebbles around one of these. They mean school uniform. If it was school uniform, the fire risk, you know, with all that polyester. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. Yes, yes. In fact, that is what happened. My brother's trousers melted (laughs) standing in front of... The, the, the fireplace. Seriously, this I remember this. This is this is a thing. And then one of these fireplaces I had when I was at university in this really old, old, nasty little like bedsit type place that I've ended up being in for a while and got a chest infection. And I got um, uh, what is it? The poisoning you used to get if if the gas. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it, the flu. Poisoning. Yeah. So they weren't very safe. But I remember no. this. My brother's leg. He, he it melted on his standing in front of it. Onto wow. his leg. That sounds awful. No, luckily he didn't get burned. It was just like he was just yeah. smelled the smell, and then it just turned around. It was just literally melting. Who is it that does the routine about being dressed in acry- acrylic? I don't know if it's a Frank Skinner or or might even be a Russell Had. There's someone that does a routine about you know. Oh, it's going to annoy me now. I might even be Jeff. Actually, my client Jeff Norcott. But anyway. Um, oh. Um, I mean, it's it. You could. They are. They were really. They are really warm. There's no doubt about it. But I mean, maybe that sort of. It's like that Ready Brett kids advert in the 80s. It's like that was presumably a kid that hadn't had Ready Brett, just been in front of one of these and got radiated. Yeah. <laughs> but they look like kids from Sellafield, don't they? You know, with that <laughs> radiation around them. Yeah, I yeah. I never knew that was porridge. I just thought it was just really it looked really yummy. You know, it looked like it was just melted, like like something. Like delicious. your brother's trousers. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a real no, dog, dog ate yeah. my homework. It, 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 dog ate my homework and, uh, and then I melted with my trousers. Yeah. No, the really great looked nicer than it was. We had an electric one of those, not a gas, and you know, a three bar thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, mostly it was the, wow. the other part, the fan or whatever part, convection part. And if you put the bars on, they just smelt horrible. They got that horrible. smell of, of desperation of Stevenage in the 1970s. A dust cap sort of gathered on the bars and they just smelled awful and gave you poisoning. They didn't melt, melt your trousers. But, but the other thing, because we had, we had Draylon and we had you know, vinyl with Brentford nylons, everything. And my dad had a comb over and there was static. And the static would make his, <laughs> like it, his comb over became a sort of voltmeter. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. like living in a Van de Graaff generator. With my dad's co-over, it's happening what's were anyway. God, the 80s were dangerous. It's, I'm 70, I'm not 80. It's just no, I'm in the 80s. You're making it sound really stuff. good. I'm going, I'm back with 80s kids about this, the brilliance of this heater yeah. now. Did you have a series of these 80s as nostalgia thing? I thought I saw a couple more. Uh, if, no, no, if so. not, I have got a tweet. Let me ah. just um, send it to you again. It's um, which might tie in with this in terms of nostalgia. Oh, um, and it's hang on, I'm just going to send it. To Mark, you. by the way, well, Jean's doing that. Martin says that Romesh did tweet the rules in 2018 to Whamageddon, but it's been going in some form since at least 2010. That's a long, oh, so that was a long time. No, oh, he tweeted no, the rules in 2018. Okay, sorry, I didn't hear that. Yeah, All right, sorry. wow, 2010. Um, um, so yeah, it's. Um, uh, yeah. So this is this is like one of the Twitter things that I love in the week is like the things that that um oh god I can't think of the word now that that what are popular what's the word things that are popular <laughs> trend they trend oh. yeah they trend um and uh, so for some reason Tom so every time I see a name 
that's trending. I think, oh my God, they've died. Oh no, not them. And I had that with Tom Hanks this week, but Tom Hanks was uh, trending and then a lot of people started talking about his films. And of course, um, uh, somebody had written down, I talk a lot of shit for someone who cried when Tom Hanks lost Wilson. And there is a whole thread of people who agree with this. Do you remember Wilson from... from uh... Passed away, wasn't it? Yes, oh, yes. Is it the, ball? the ball? The ball, the ball. I've never seen it, but I know about I, I know about and it. And he's like, Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. <laughs> we all know that scene, right? Wilson. And, 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 and those who cried and got upset that he had lost Wilson the ball, which was his only company on the island when he was stranded, <laughs> and those who didn't. And, you know, does this make you a good person or a bad person? I'll be honest, I didn't actually cry, but it was sad because oh. you believed that Wilson was this ball with a, yeah, had, yeah. A, had a soul. So, um, yeah, in terms of, like, you know, nostalgia, that just came across accidentally because Tom Hanks, for some reason, was trending this week. It may be related to something a bit more oh. serious, which maybe might be triggering for people in this panel. So we won't bring it up. <laughs> oh. No, it was. It, I think it was to do with the Gislaine uh, um, Maxwell's case. Mm. So it is in loads of things. We did something on Apple TV the other day. Tom Hanks. He died. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, he died? No, no, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how the ending went. And oh, okay, not in real life. Was, okay, good. It was, no, it, it was a really good film, but um, I, I don't, I can't tell you how it ended. But, he does good dying scenes, doesn't he, old Tom Hanks? Because he was great in Philadelphia. That was that was beautifully played. Oh, you just ruined Philadelphia for me now. Right. Alerts, people. So stop, um, stop, stop giving out the way to play the plots here. Yeah. Right, we've got, we've got a couple of meaty. Got two really meaty tweets that I feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and they're quite serious as well, actually. Oh, never mind. Yeah. We, let's do, let's oh. do. Well, actually, one of them is that we can find yes. a lighter side to it. But okay, but Steve, Engine, you picked mood, out this from Ed McConnell. Mood change. Uh, I spent my Friday night on Facebook messaging people who laughed at the channel tragedy. This is the result. So the tweets this week, but the tragedy happened last weekend, and this is a, a journalist from Kent who. On the Kent Online uh, live page, had story uh, on their Facebook page, and lots of people found it amusing and did the laugh emoji. And this man had—I uh, couldn't do it—went um, in and asked those people why they'd done that, and uh, the results are chilling. And think that we live in the same country, and I don't know how widespread this is, but um, I would guess probably worse than we think that people can find. Their justification were all those things like, oh, these people are all rapists, or they're all pedos, and when challenged, have no information and just blocked the journalist or told them to fuck off or, or dog on, mate, and all this. And it's disgusting. Even if those things were true, find any humour in people trying. Uh, people are... Those people who, who had the ingenuity and the determination and the guts to leave their home. By the way, they, they'd rather stay in the places they live. They'd rather stay in Syria. They've got a million miles. They've travelled across continents. Well, they deserve to die because they should have stopped in the first safe country they came to. But then if their languages are Arabic and English, they want to go to the first place they could get to where English was the language, where they could at least be understood and build a life. And even if that wasn't the case, how could you find... Any, any reason to find that 
a, a good story or even worse, a cheerful something to make you laugh. I, absolutely, I read it and it was hard reading. The, the poor man who, who did it, but it's, it's a, a really good journalistic story because it shows something about us. I, I don't know if we, were, if we were always like that or if that's something that's happened. I, I believe at the root of this, that there are people who know better who encourage this sort of thing because it helps, it divides us and keeps those in power. In power. Absolutely shocking. I would rather, if I was an employer, I'd rather have somebody who battled all the way here from, from somewhere, some terrorist, you know, from Kurdistan or wherever. I'd rather have someone like that because you know they'd work. Mm. You know they'd be ingenious and get people who come here and end up taxi drivers who are doctors because they're, um, their qualifications are not recognised, you know, and stuff like that, who've done this journey to risk lives to do that. They're, uh, just absolutely dumbfounded by this. It was an amazing bit of journalism, I think, because I just start, started the show talking about pieces of journalism that were like throwaway rubbish journalism about, I don't know, Louise Redknapp and uh, not specifically because yeah. it was her, but what was the other thing about Netflix? But yeah, I mean, this, this to, he basically went in and he challenged all the people that had liked this story or laughed at the story or made laugh emojis not positive but mm. laugh yeah those emojis for that and and to you know it's to do that is is a really good bit of journalism sorry to judy you were gonna no i was gonna say that it's interesting that um they put down um one of the ones who are laughing at this story if you like saying go and do your homework you know that's what mm. these people do they're pedos they're this and they're that i was like no mate you do your homework and um, for anybody who's listening in and, and, and thinks that this is okay for and people to die simply for trying to seek a better life, we've got to understand that some of these countries, they're having that bad life because of foreign policies that our government has yeah. made. And in terms of refugees, you know, especially from Syria, I've been to the border of Syria myself to deliver safe aid with a charity and spoken to women who've had PhDs and, you know, been qualified, you know, to, to those who are sort of, uh, you know, working class in their own country. They don't want to be outside of their country, but they've got no choice. They've had to leave because, you know, their partners have been killed. They, these women specifically had been raped repeatedly, their children, right in front of their children, you know, some really horrible stories, which you cannot even imagine. And because you can't imagine, because people can't think of these awful atrocities that happen because they're very comfortable in their own lives in, in, a, in a first world, they cannot empathise with what is going through these people's minds when they're crossing that border, when they're crossing the, the river, you know, and, and, and it's, I don't know how you make people have a shred of humanity to say, look, no matter what you think these you know, people's reasons are, do you think this is right, that people are dying to get away for something that is more horrible than what they're facing in front of them. So yeah. um, thank you for you know bringing that, Steve. Um, unfortunately, I don't think, there's only. I don't think it happens in a vacuum, though. No. I, I think it's some. It's nurtured somewhere, and that every every front page of the Daily Mail for like three years was immigrants, immigrants, immigrants doing this, immigrant wave. Over, we're going to be swept. To, it's a great replacement theory and all that. That comes from somewhere. That comes from this helps someone politically. You know what I mean? To, hmm have as people ordinary people at odds with each other saying you think you're stupid because you know you're awful or whatever i think well it's 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 the, the language that needs to change isn't it it's like it's easy, very easy to have them the the refugee crisis because you can blame the refugees when when the government screws up 
and you know when things yeah. are going wrong it's like oh, it's the refugees or it's the the others the brown people their fault why covid is spreading it's a, you know it's, it's 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 not just with the refugees it's just anything that's othering then those in power can absolve themselves of the blame um caroline do, do you i know you find these things upsetting and obviously they are upsetting but do, do, do you you know do you have a, a kind of a, an insight into this or, or something? you want me to show, uh, uh, show the other side to what steve thinks about this yeah. <laughs> no 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 i'm just saying that, you know, you, i mean obviously this is upsetting. i actually do think it's quite funny um <laughs> yeah i read the whole article and uh, i probably read yeah did my usual thing of like reading everybody's uh, opinions. Mm. Like I do, I actually read a lot of comment sections on this kind of thing, and I just sit there, like my eyes popping out of my head at the things that people are saying because I can't believe it's so alien to me. The idea of laughing at that story, um, and um, and and it's again, it's just another example of uh, facts getting mingled with untruths to such an extent that nobody opinions become as valid as facts mm. nothing seems to be verifiable because everybody's uh, like determined at what they think is the truth like this guy thinks that that um all immigrants are paedophiles and murderers and rapists and th things that are demonstrably just like false and um including stuff like that they're coming and taking all our jobs where actually people who are claiming asylum in are unable to work so they're not taking your jobs they're, they're blocking our hospitals they're doing this and that. it's all it's all nonsense but it's like with it, this sort of trump era stuff where um just if you keep repeating it enough times it's as good as true right it's as good as true because people believe it and it's all mud the water is so muddy that nobody really knows what's true and go and do your homework just make it up isn't it yeah it used to be don't oh, believe the tabloids now don't believe everything you read on on social media basically people's opinions are just that people's opinions yeah like the lady with the lambs she's just sheep that's sheeple Sheeple. Oh, sheeple in the kitchen. It's <laughs> sheeple in a kitchen. <laughs> the law. Small, small sheeple. Oh, do you know, I love the gun. I hope right, yeah, exactly. Don't worry. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I didn't want to not do this one because, I mean, it's it's uh, it's just sort of quite breathtaking, really, isn't it? In, Unbelievable. In it. Let's have a look. Let's find Anthony. So, Anthony Scaramucci, the uh, press secretary for Donald Trump for about 10 days, I think. Um, <clears throat> but obviously, he has been. Oh, on, yeah, uh, right. And number of shows uh, as the inside man. So yes, Anthony Scaramucci at Scaramucci. Um, yeah, let's. Um, well, this original tweet that he's quote tweeting. Do you want to take us through it, Caroline? Thomas Massey is he? Well, he's a Republican congressman yeah, so or well, senator. Well, I think he's still running. I assume from what Scaramucci said, if, if you're running against this asshole, please contact me and I'll give you dough. And I suppose that means that the next. Election. I think he's a congressman, right? Yes, yeah. Lovely, wholesome. <laughs> Green, the greenest <laughs> member of the greenest member of Congress, apparently. But anyway. Yeah. Well, well done. So he says, "Merry Christmas." Uh, tree emoticon. They're not called emoticons, are they? What are they called? Moji. Mojis. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Santa 
please bring ammo. And there's his whole family with enormous, <laughs> like, sawn off, are these sawn off shotgun? Uh, it's no. like a t- they've got the entire catalogue. Yeah. I don't know, really. Any kind I mean, of gun really that you can buy at Argos, they've got it. Um, sitting there in front of a Christmas tree, so he's got, like, even a little girl. I know. She's well, like she's, a... what, must be about 15 or something. She's got, Maybe. like... Maybe. She so could be Assault rifles, hunting rifles, and he's got something that Arnie would have uh, quite happily yeah. used in the Terminator. And they're all grinning. And it's their happy Christmas Christmas card. And isn't it that it's in a it's sort of a week after a school shooting in that kind of area as well. So it's an extra kind of kick in the teeth. Um mm. these grinning idiots, his family, all with their weapons and and the tweet is Merry Christmas, PS Santa, please bring ammo. I mean like <laughs> He's ruined the surprise for Christmas, though. Are they yeah. going to get just <laughs> more guns? But going to be an intruder in their house. And it's like he's going to be <laughs> shot to pieces. Um, the, uh, the advent calendar. They open the window in an advent calendar. Oh, it's a bullet. Oh, next day. Oh, it's another <laughs> bullet. I mean, the green has got nothing on this, has he? I mean, it's like stealing Christmas is nothing. When you're going to get yeah. sort of Santa full of holes. It's so outrageous that I almost just want to sort of think that somebody's superimposed those guns, that they're actually holding other things, nice things like gifts and presents and, you know, crackers or something, and somebody's just removed them and photoshopped in these guns. Yeah, it's it's so not... unbelievable. Um, yeah. I saw quite a few people tweeting this picture and then next to it kind of, um, oh, you, oh, how do you say it? Tra- you know... Um, Oh, God, I haven't got any words. <laughs> but, but, People in the Middle East with sawn-off shotguns, uh, you know, in training camps kind of thing, and saying, yeah. what's the difference between these? And, yeah. and then, yeah. But, and so Scaramucci says, if you are running against this a a shoal, a shoal. Uh, <laughs> asshole, asshole, yeah, please contact me. I will give you dough. I can't... Uh, I can't it's see his really... name though. Anthony uh-huh. Scaramucci. I've seen it before on CNN. Whenever he comes on, I think Scaramucci. Will Scaramucci. Do the yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I just I can't look at his name without saying, say, "Will you do the Fandango?" Do you think he's, he's ever done a Fandango? I think he's Do you think this family sent? Um, do you think they they sent out Christmas cards? This this would have been on the front <laughs> cover of it. I think it Imagine is. Imagine getting that through your door. That's what he looks like. I think that's what it is, Julian. Uh, I, I well, know. it's a def- Yeah, I mean, I, well, it's certainly what they've tweeted, and I assume, yeah, I assume that's what their image. Unless he's done an electron. I mean, however you get it, whether it's through the door electronically, it's just like you'd move. It's like Jesus. Yeah. I didn't they realize they wouldn't be getting a Christmas own. card back if anybody said that to me. God, I'd be oh, cut off God. my Christmas card list. But I, I don't think <laughs> I just the take family. a photo of my. I just take a photo of my family just. Like in surrender mode <laughs> and send it back. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, that's great, great nice. choice of tweets there, guys. Really good. I mean, imagine that's got to be the family that shoots together stays together because if they have an argument around the Christmas table, it's like, yeah. well, how's that going to end? Oh dear. It's quite, quite, a, I mean, it's quite amazing, isn't it? You, really, it's just, just like a jaw dropping. 
experience. Well, and then I'm, obviously when you read the comments, there's people going, uh, uh, you know, the, all the usual arguments about gun control and then and how um, the oh, what are all these? I didn't see these ones. I don't know. I think these most these might be for Scaramucci. Oh, these are Scaramucci's yeah. comments. Um, yeah. But yeah, no people saying oh, after Dunblane in the UK they uh, outlawed guns and then there's been no shootings, school shootings for 20 years and then people go, oh yeah, but it's very stabby over there, isn't it? And the idea that, that, that well, where are all the school stabbings that we're supposed to be having? Where's the 38,000 people dying from stabbings? And then, uh, and, and someone said, well, it's much easier to, to um, kill a lot of people quickly with a, with a gun than, than a knife. And then they're like, okay, then well, what about if you um, uh, take some alcohol and, and a lighter, you could, you could kill a lot of kids really quickly. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't mm. happen. The, the arguments about gun control, it just, again, it's just another in, incomprehensible thing i just i'm gonna do a, a family photo we're holding knives and saying merry christmas santa and we've all got we've all got knives like a british version of a british version london version yes i've got and, and the, i mean i think i think i mean i know it's not comparable <laughs> i do think the knife crime situation in in london is appalling um to be honest with you and it's yeah. you know, the knife crime situation in london is appalling yeah I know, I know. It's appalling. But they're not... They're so it's not, not, I'm not comparing it to the gun... Killing 38... No, no, I'm not. But I'm just I'm saying not. that as an issue, it is appalling. I'm not, I'm not likening it to gun crime. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't think... Yeah. Of course. I, mean, I just think it, it should... Be, you know, Are you trying to make me say I think um, knife crime is good? No, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I think that's what you were saying, Karen. I, I think you were. I don't I think, think I was. I don't think I was. I don't stand by any of my opinions. I no, no. I, may, I, don't, I, don't think I, was, I don't think I was remotely. I remotely thought that you did say that, not, but I just thought. I'm not going to stand by that opinion. No, no. But I certainly didn't think you said that. I just think it's it is useful to make the point. I like to make the point because it's something that, you know, I read. Uh, there is a lot of there's a lot of nice crime, and it does. You do see it on Twitter, and that's something that. That gets me down. I mean, I know it's, we're not in the same league as America, and in terms of the fact that it's enshrined by law to carry a gun in America, and and unfortunately, it seems that no administration is ever going to be able to sort of dismantle that to a point where it makes any sort of real difference, really. But anyway, um, but it's a good one to pick. It was a good one to pick. Well, I think we should. Should we have something very fluffy to... Uh, fluffy, fluffy, fluffy. Fluffy to sort of, hang on, I feel like we should do one of these to finish off. We need a sorbet. Well, if this is kind <laughs> of going, this is full circle, because we started with Netflix and we're going to end with yeah. Netflix. This is... Um, it, <laughs> no, no, I used to like Netflix, but I kept getting messages of bug-ons from different places. And the last one was Libs, Lis, Libson, Lisbon, Portugal. And why? Why? Because I haven't been anywhere. I haven't been abroad uh, uh, in more than two years. Why is my Netflix lock on? In... Oh, oh, it's yeah. doing so well. well. It turns out it Frozen. was a, a former flatmate. My, no, it's my stepdaughter's flatmate. My, my stepdaughter moved to Amsterdam. Um, and so when I got logged on from South Holland, oh, fair enough, or South Netherlands, 
in Lisbon, Portugal. It turned out after investigation that it was a flatmate, former flatmate of my stepdaughter. It's a uh, where my Netflix. And the other thing is, my mum's moved in with us now, and we've run out of. You know, you get profiles on your Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Run out. I told her to, she's using my profile. And it's just completely ruined it. Oh, you're angry. I open up Netflix. It's just got a load of shite. Like all the suggestions are shite. I'm in Abbey and shite. I don't want to watch. That. Oh, I just can't we, even open it now. We claim it from this Lisbon former flatmate of yours. Lisbon people are fine. They're not not watching a load of shit like my mum. Yeah, but reclaim that profile and then you and and take it on or give it. Yeah, to they, I check. I change the password. What you mean? I should change the password and not tell my mum? Yeah. And yeah. Say, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but there's something wrong. It's broken. Yeah, technical issue. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's off. Don't make your mum watch TV. She's oh, had a good No, I oh, know. Yeah. At least when she's watching Netflix, she goes upstairs and watches it. And I can get, you know, it's a bit of space in the kitchen. Anyway. Uh, um. <laughs> it's like that story where someone's gnome gets kidnapped and they send them postcards from all around the world or whatever. <laughs> you know. exactly. And the fact that I haven't gone anywhere in years only makes it worse. Yeah, it's a bit galling, that is, isn't yeah. it? But why don't you just do what I do? Like I just I travel via Netflix. This last year, I've I've got into telenovelas. Have that done Colombia, Mexico, with all the things that I watch, France, you know, all the French dramas, um, Brazil. You can just watch different things. Just but travel that way. Travel huh? vicariously. Vicariously, you through them, yeah. And like the cookery programs, I love those as well. The, 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 the get to the recipe. Yeah, because yeah. they're better than the online nonsense you can well, actually get to the recipe and fast forward travel back in time i traveled i watched the beatles documentary you know get back and i've been oh. in 1969 then I, I got so involved in that i came out and had an argument with everybody about creative differences you know and i, and I was standing my ground and and everything so um it, it's so involving that it was brilliant it, it looked rubbish it looked, i thought it was going to be the rattles but it was it was it was really good it's four hours of, of just chat and making brilliant records i recommend that if you like the beatles uh, yeah my last holiday was narcos basically <laughs> so narcos. 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 Oh, narcos oh sorry the um the, you know the, oh, yeah. the, the yeah <laughs> basically i've been to columbia vicariously so Ooh, it, it, it makes me want to go actually weirdly oh columbia looks great doesn't it? it does look great i went to hawaii for white lotus Oh, oh, Hawaii 5 no. I thought we were going to say Hawaii 5 as well. <laughs> yeah. A lot of crime in Hawaii, a lot of killings. There's killing every week in Honolulu. Honolulu, yeah. Do, 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 do. I love the little boat scene in the original. Do they still do that? Oh, I love it. Da, 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 and then the hair swinging. I, I, my favourite bit is Steve McGarrett with his head, head swinging. Do you, do you like Kit that bit? Just me holiday in Hawaii. Yeah. It is amazing. It's amazing when you could, if you watch something sort of so not a studio thing necessarily, but if you watch a show like sort of intensely and then maybe you rewatch it, it is weird how it can displace you. Because I had that feeling with the wire because it's all very always seem to be shot in a very sort of winter sun yeah. in Baltimore. And if you get a day like that in the UK and you've just been watching loads of the wire, it's just like it's kind of really disorientating. But there you go. Hey, I need to get out of You can go on a, it's quite popular to go on a wire tour of Baltimore, or it was for a time anyway. 
to visit the locations and all that. I think it was a big, quite a big thing, a tourist thing. Oh yeah, totally. I can well imagine that actually. Yeah. Right, English anyway, though, weren't they? All English. Yeah. I never knew. I didn't know McNulty and Stringer Bell. I didn't know till after that they were. It was Dominic West and um and thingy. Idris Elba. I know. James Bond. Um. Right. I should bring bring it to a close. Karen, what were you about to say? Well, just that there, there was one nice thing for people to look at in their own time, that that advent calendar. And it's um, the, the, my last tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang it's, on. And it's a kind of good nostalgia, I think. Mm. Um, so it's 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 somebody based in, oh, I can't remember where. Uh, so where Scotland, I don't know. Yeah, Scottish. Yeah. yeah, there we go, Arbro. Yeah. You're woolly. And every day he's posting... Um, Look at this little guy. So it's uh, your Willie, the ghost of Christmas past, Advent calendar, day five, a boy in his cowboy outfit in Wales, 1962. Look how big his gun is, though. He's so little. He's from that family. He's from that family, yeah. He's going to go inside and stand in front of the gas fire. All that's yeah. going to just melt. Just melt the gun. Up. <laughs> this was the last hour, his last few hours he was photographed before. And if you find he that funny <laughs> I shall find you. Doesn't look like that gun is too big for that holster, doesn't it? Yeah. Like how much is he carrying? He's carrying a few. He's got wow. a pistol. He's around on that road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, said, there was other photos to go with this, was there? Santa I think there's one every day. On it. Oh, it's, look, they are beautiful, though. Oh, They're nothing yeah. like photos. Oh, look uh, at the Crimbo decorations at Oxford Street. No. no. Oh, there's a really good one of an amazingly tall... There it is. Look. Oh, <laughs> wow. 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 Leaning leaning Tower of Man. <laughs> look, Jimungus. Wow. 17-foot snowman. How on wow. earth did they get to the top to build him? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that is crazy. Oh, yeah, the window, I presume. I don't know. And he's that? leaning. I love he's that. Leaning. Girl stands on there, seventeen foot snowman in Aberdeen. And he's got legs. Snowman. The snowman's How's got it... legs. He's got little feet sticking out from his long, long dress. <laughs> <laughs> his long snow dress. <laughs> wow, that's cool. So, we're yeah, on a lovely five. one. Lovely, lovely um, little nostalgia. To that, was in, that, that was um, June in Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the heat wave. If it was Aberdeen, though, it should be being attacked by a killer seagull. That's all that's ever happened to me in Aberdeen, being attacked by. Yeah. Actually, I don't even think that's snow. I think that's one of those, you know, those, the, the, like the bouncy castle, you have that, those. Oh, yeah, the wind. Big of, yeah, the little, they, they just like float around. That's why maybe. I like that from Martin. Robert, Robert Wadlow in the snow, because Robert Wadlow is the tallest yeah, man. Yeah, tallest seven, man. Yeah. Seven foot or something. Yeah, yeah look. Martin knows his stuff. Oh, he does. He does. Thanks, Martin, for all the un- unpaid researcher, Martin. A <laughs> <laughs> super fan knows his stuff here. So, um, so there we go. Yeah, no, totally. Thank you. Well, thanks, guys, very much. A very entertaining uh, sort of selection tweets there. Uh, as you say, light and shade. We did ask for light and shade, and we got light and shade. Um, brilliant stuff. So, look, what are you guys? I'm, I'm showing everyone your Twitter handles here uh, at the Real Steve Day and at Caroline. Maybe what oh, yeah. are you guys up to in the real world soon? Gigging and stuff. I'm uh, I'm winding down now for Christmas. I've been touring with um, Gary Delaney, and uh, he's doing so many gigs in so many places. It's been fantastic, but we've got a few weeks off, so I'm doing F all 
for a bit and going to enjoy that. Gonna um, spend some time at home, watch some YouTube videos. I'm doing <laughs> a thing. I uh, I'm doing a, a fitness thing. I'm going to start a fitness. I don't know. Fi- over, I'm 57. I, I lost four and a half stone last in the lockdown, and I want to do something. I think with, I found you know, them, Steve. Sorry. Uh-huh. I think I found your four and a half stone. Oh, did you? Yeah, I Some gave them way. to various people. And Sorry, you carry on. Tell us about your new. Well, a lot of people have been doing New Year's New Year's resolutions and stuff, and I just found a way of losing weight and keeping fit. It's not hard. It's not it seemed to be hard anyway. So I can't do something with that. Maybe I don't it know. Like, and two two Edinburgh shows. I've got a show about my dad. My dad died. He had dementia, and I, I wrote the show about it. And then I was going to do it last year again at Edinburgh, and it got postponed. So I'll do it this year. And another thing I'm working on, a disabled theme show. That I'll announce in the new year. I think. That's me. Oh, okay. Ooh, wow. What's right. the show? Could you t- remind us what the show is called with your dad? Because I have a bit, but I'd like to do that. Sorry, I missed that. Sujin, What's sorry. the show called? When with your dad? Oh, Adventure, Adventures in Dementia. Adventures in <laughs> Dementia, which is a great, great title. Brilliant. And uh, Caroline. Me, I'm. Um, I've got a few gigs, uh, but I do my radio show. I I tweet about my radio show once <laughs> a week. Follow me, and it's on Tuesdays at six o'clock till seven o'clock, and I play only songs with female vocalists and it's been really I've been doing it for about a year and a half and it's just been really brilliant I found loads of fabulous female artists I didn't know about before Um, and I call it Maybe's Lady Songs. Maybe's Ladies. Yeah and then on Sunday I'm going to be in the radio station Panto. Oh no you're not. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes I am oh yes I am and I turned up to rehearsal last week and it wasn't on and it turns out I haven't been included in the whatsapp group um Ooh. and oh. uh, uh so I didn't know it was cancelled but um I'm you because it's on the radio I'll be able to read it what, are you, what read are you playing I'm a narrator narrator of, what is the radio channel that you will be oh, yeah, it's heard called on? Riverside Radio. It's ah. um it's based out of Wandsworth in London. Oh. It's a lovely radio station. So guys out there, please do support Caroline Maybe and Steve Day in their work uh, and their future projects. Um and hopefully build on their CVs, their current CVs. See if that, yeah, any suggestions. Yes, that Stephen's gonna look at. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well we've had a musical selection. Dick, uh, Martin says Caroline plays in Dick's District 97. Don't know okay, I don't know them. I will. All right, there you go. Uh, you heard it here first, or, or such. Thanks, we'll, Martin. we'll make sure we retweet you on Tuesday then, before Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> um, that's great. That's great, guys. Thank you very much. We'll just hang back um, uh, while we sort of uh, do all the sort of closing admin, and we'll, we'll see you in the green room as well. Um, so Gila, you've done, the, you've had the cottage gig. Uh, is that your last for? Uh, the last comedy cottage for we've done, which was lovely and sold out. The next one is on the 28th of um, January with Patrick Monaghan. Um, but uh, there will be other things coming up soon, which mm. um, you can, you know, we can check on my Twitter timeline at Sir Gila Kershey. Um, 
something on TV hopefully coming soon, but I shall let you know. Um, but yeah, have a lovely Christmas. Or, or, or if you aren't going to be tuning in again, I just realised we're nowhere near Christmas. We've got another three weeks. I know. We've got oh, another three weeks. There's me thinking, oh my God, I've got to prepare. But if not, we've got another three weeks and we've got someone next week. Who have we got next week, Julian? Yes, thank you for reminding me. We have got uh, a double bill of Nathan Caton and Matt winning next week. So that will be yes. whoa, super duper. Oh dear, hang on, I just seem to have disconnected myself. But yes, do spread so the word of myself. LKT um, Zoom at LKT Zoom if you're following, or tell your friends to follow us on Twitter. Also, uh, we love a stream, and we are on the YouTube. Is that right? <laughs> we, uh, we where we explain are. about how how we love different dramas and stuff before we actually get to the meat of the show. Isn't that right? You have to yeah. fast forward it. I'm just it's just a cold <laughs> up for anyone. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, totally. That would be great if you could catch if you could catch us on YouTube or give us a subscribe. I should say correct terminology. That'd be brilliant. All previous clips and shows are there, including the recording of tonight's, uh, which I'm going to go off and edit ASAP. And obviously, please do follow us, uh, as Julie said, at LKT Zoom. And we look forward to seeing you very much next week at eight o'clock on Sunday with Matt Winning and Nathan Kane. Uh, meanwhile, all it's remains for us to do is uh, wave goodbye to our streamers. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Please do check out the other podcasts in the series. If you go to our website, www.letskilltwitter.com, you'll find all our previous shows listed and you can find links to the YouTube versions as well as audio files. If you'd like to support our work, you can do via buymeacoffee.com. If you go to their website, you'll find a Let's Kill Twitter page set up for donations. But anything you can do is much appreciated. A like, a follow, a recommendation to a friend, it all counts. Once again, thanks for listening. We hope to be in your ears again very soon.